Team USA is training hard and ready for the Olympic Games. And so is Jacob. Woo! I've got my lucky shirt and Xfinity Flex. Ooh, yeah. Jacob's family got Xfinity Internet with the best Wi-Fi for their home and a Flex 4K streaming box free, plus Peacock Premium included. So Jacob is ready for anything. Go Team USA! With medal ceremonies, highlights, interviews, and more, plus all his favorite streaming apps in one place. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Market and Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. You're listening to the Market and Mindset Mastery Radio Show, the show that brings you the top speakers in the marketing and video industry. Hi, and welcome to Liberty Virtual Solutions. We present our podcast series called Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. I'm your host, Bree Mason. In this week's episode, we're going to discuss leadership and building a community. You will learn crucial information that will help your business grow. And make sure you listen to us live on W4CY.com radio every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. So, um... Every once in a while, I try to highlight a group of people, specifically they're in my local area of Charlottesville, Virginia, and I highlight how they're helping our community during these hardships. Um, sometimes it's some, some people are constantly always doing something to help out, but this particular group is helping out both um, I think last time I focused on a church, this time I'm, uh, it's a group of people, of young people who actually see a need for a relationship and service in our city. And our, uh, basically, we have a lot of needs in our city. So it's nice to see young people being at, uh, reaching out to the community and helping them. And basically, they value service, spiritual growth, and above all, relationships. And they really believe in hands-on love. So... Um, Basically, that means that we show up to meet people where they are and choosing to care no matter what their circumstances are. And they come from various different churches from all over the United, uh, sorry, from all over Charlottesville, Virginia, with the same mission to love and serve our community. And we have a rubber ducky philosophy, which I found really funny. But uh, it, it's, you remember the rubber duckies and then that uh, let me know. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But um, we, Know that when the rubber ducky enters the bath time, it makes that 90 tour a, a joy-filled time. So we see ourselves as the rubber duckies of our community who get to go into people's lives and bring joy to a to-do list. And they are fantastic, by the way. So um, who do they serve? Anyone in Charlottesville in need of a helping hand? Friends, family, strangers, neighbors, organizations, and even businesses. Um, the tired, busy, injured, sick are also people that they serve, as well as the single, new parent, young family, old family, and the elderly. Um, so they pretty much reach every generation for the most part. So what do we do? We create relationships through the vehicles, through the vehicle of service. Basically, we prioritize the relationship above all else, which looks different for each relationship. For us, Knowing the person is just as much as completing the task. So each person's role is uniquely important. So we come together to understand expectations for a project in order to know and serve them. And that is fantastic, too. They did a great job. Um, so let me give you an example. Back in the fall, I, I finally broke down and got myself a... Um, what's they call it, those bit, the raised garden beds, and it was a kit, and I didn't have a drill, and I was like, if it would have taken me by hand, probably three or four hours just to assemble the kit, and because um, I would have, you know, you hand screw drive everything, oh my gosh, just takes much longer, so I needed help with um, digging up some things and getting some getting uh, the, some stuff done, because as I'm getting older, I mean, I'm in my 50s, so um so it, it's some things are a little harder as you get older. So, and it's not that I'm still not young and able to do it, but I find it doesn't take much to aggravate 
setbacks and injuries and stuff like that, so injuries and stuff. So I reached out to this community. I worked with them on a project last summer, and I reached out to them this spring, and they were just bringing it back after the COVID thing. So they were bringing it back, and I was so grateful because I really needed help with getting my garden together. And they were so wonderful. They stuck around. For, it took them, I estimated four hours. It took them an hour and a half with three people and I pitched in too. I wasn't going to let them do it all by themselves because I'm one of those hands-on type people. So I went in, I did a whole bunch of work with them and together we knocked it out in an hour and a half and I treated them to a surprise and I gave them lunch in our backyard because I set up the table and got it all nice and spiffy and we had a nice little, you know, um, chance to get to know one another and it was just a nice community a way of getting to know one another and, and how each of a, their unique roles were important to to their position there so and also in the community so it's nice to be able to get to know another and really have that um really building those relationships so um basically they are work they do it on the first and second saturdays of each month from 10 a.m to 1 p.m and um, they basically aim to create a lifestyle of service and desire to meet the needs so they can so the as they come up so basically within the city of charlottesville and up to about 20 miles tw sorry 20 minutes away from charlottesville is about the max that they go so they have a distance factor so keep that in mind and um they have some more information on that, and if you, uh, but I really don't want to get too much into it because um, I do have to keep in time. Um, but uh, basically, the long story short of it is we seek the, uh, the wisdom for discernment on all opportunities that arise. And when they contact the person in the family to explain the Catalyst program to them, they ensure that they understand who they are and learn about, uh, and they learn about the person's needs and what the project is that they expect the volunteers to do and they are all volunteers um they're anywhere from nurses to without any kind of background you can imagine so um and they also meet at their churches and for worship on saturdays so um i'm going to actually instead of getting too much detail on that i'm going to actually give you the contact information and the point of contact is sarah borschelt B-O-R-C-H-E-L-T. She can hopefully correct my, my pronunciation at another time. Uh, but anyway, but the name of the, is called Catalyst Seville uh, is, and I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly, but it's C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T, and then the capital C, and then lowercase v-i-l-l-e-z. Their email is S-B-O-R-C-H-E-L-T, Four at gmail.com and the phone number if you would like to get in touch with them is 919788700030 sorry 0339 so the number again is 1978870309 just to make sure i have it and you just reach out to sarah and she'll work with you on whatever project you guys will see if it can work out for the both of you well you're probably asking how does this relate to topics in this episode well if you think about it sarah and her group over at catalyst seville is just amazing at leadership as far as going out to the community and helping and reaching out during tough times and helping with different projects just to help our city out and help the community and and, and that's really what we're talking about in this episode is we're talking about leadership and we're also talking about building a community so and that's really what both of our the speakers are going to be talking about so our next speaker is going to be landy stevens or, and i think it's with the steven and then she is from Cape Town, and yes, that is from out of this, out of the United States, not in the United States. She can kind of give us that information uh, when she gets on here. Her background, and she is an abstract artist, author, speaker, and creativity coach. And her topic today is incentive and commissioned vicious cycle, and that is all talking about leadership. And then our next guest speaker is Alex Bonzan, uh, Brand Brad. Santa, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Alex, you're going to have to help me, correct me when you get on here next. But Alex has a 
marketing coach and a consultant background. He also is a relationship coach from the UK and is staying in the UK at the moment. Um, but Alex is one busy professional, as we all are. But he spends half his time in the US and half the time in the UK, but currently is in the UK because of COVID. And today he would like to talk to you about hosting online events and building a community. And we need to, that kind of knowledge to know what we do and how to create amazing relationships and how to build a community and build leadership skills. So with both of our expert guest speakers today, we'll be engaging and educational and encouraging, and they will provide you crucial information to grow your business. So make sure you stay right here at W4CY.com for an amazing episode of Marketing Mindset Mastery. We go on the air every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern on W4CY.com. So that ends this segment of our show, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. And we'll go for a commercial break now. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Liberty Virtual Solutions help coaches and small business owners in creating a clear marketing message that will attract paying clients through social media marketing for an increased marketing and sales conversion. Visit www.LibertyVirtualSolutions.com for more details. Welcome back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. And welcome back to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. Our next guest is Landy, Landy Steven, and she is a leadership coach and, and also manages services and is a business coach from Cape Town. And she'll have to let me know what that uh, country is. I know she told me, but she's got to say it again. So she went to from a marketing coach and a consulting sales director, general manager, and a leadership coach. In order to be a leader, you need to be the best you you can be, and this starts at the head. So all about the mindset, I'm assuming. And then as a leadership coach, she helps leaders to be more effective at, le- at leading their teams. So today she would like to talk to you about the incentive and commission division cycle. So take it away, Landy. Are you here? I am, Marie. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's definitely glad to, glad to have you here. So, um, yeah, and, and you're going to tell me again. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. You did, Landy Stevens, yes. And I'm from Good Cape Town in South Africa. South Africa. See, I knew there's another country outside of the U.S. that the Cape Town was in. Because we have a Cape Town in the, in the U.S. too. I just It's like on the East Coast or something. But, yeah, okay. I had to make sure that we had the right place. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how it's a small world, right? So anyway, yeah, but it's a good world and we're, we're happy to be in it. So your we topic are. today, I can't, I, I just can't wait for COVID to be over. And, I, and I'm sure everyone can agree with me on that. But um, then we can really celebrate. But anyway, um, the topic you're talking about today is incentive commission to vicious cycles. So at Freedom Mortgage, freedom means helping veterans achieve their home financing goals. Whatever freedom means to you, Freedom Mortgage has custom loan options to meet your needs, making home financing a custom fit. That's freedom. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash VA to learn more. Freedom Mortgage Corporation, MLS number 2767, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org, 951 Yamato Road, Boca Raton, Florida, 33431, 800-220-3333. Licensed in all 50 states. For complete licensing information, visit www.freedommortgage.com forward slash state dash licensing. Equal housing opportunity. Um, before we get completely started, I have a quick question for you. What made you decide to become um, a, co- a, co- a coach? Or what did you do before you were a coach, actually? I think you mentioned it a little bit. I started my, my career in, in the corporate industry, Marie, um, mm-hmm. and I managed teams from a sales perspective um, from about four people to about 250 people reported into me. So um, starting from, from, from scratch and working myself up in the corporate ladder, climbing the corporate ladder, and um, I got to a stage where I, I wanted to have a better impact and, and to, to, how can I say, infect and help others to do exactly what I was doing. So I actually went on my own and I started teaching leaders how to do, do the, leadership, the leadership thing. Um, yeah, so... What I started doing is I moved down to Cape Town, originally started in Joburg, which is the South African hub of business. 
and I moved to a coastal area, which is where Cape Town is. And I started a coaching business, and I've been doing that for close on to nine years now, where I equip and empower leaders so that they can equip and empower those that report into them. Perfect. And we all, even leaders, need leaders, need uh, coaches. I mean, because, uh, you know, how else do we get better, right? <laughs> so, Correct. So that's awesome. No, that's that's brilliant. So um, I can tell you're kind of passionate about something. You want to tell you me what you're passionate about? There's quite a bit, but I think I'll focus on, on one topic tonight. Sounds <laughs> um, like a plan. That is... And that is incentives and, and commission structures, um, because I find that most times there's a vicious cycle that goes along when you are trying to motivate and change mindsets with salespeople specifically. So what you have is a leader that's leading people, and what they tend to do is they throw money at them and, and give them incentives. And what happens is the incentive isn't, or the commission structure isn't actually driving the people to succeed. Because we all know that money is important, but it isn't everything. That's right. One of the things that might drive people is being in different leadership positions, for example, because that's something I also offer to my team is if people can move up, if they show leadership potential, I will move them up into a leadership position. I can speak, apparently, but not today. <laughs> but anyway, um, but long story short, though, that, that's just another, besides money, I think being in a different position would be another example of how they can, you know, give them incentive. Is that another option? Definitely another option. But I think um, before we even start there is, is to understand the person's why. So why mm -hmm. are they doing what they're doing? And it's not necessarily the money, but what is the money going to buy them? Um, so when you when you look at individuals within a team, it's not about throwing money at them. It's about understanding who they are and understanding that each person is unique and each person, person is special and each person has their strengths and their weaknesses. So from a leadership perspective, it's about identifying those traits in each individual person. So when I've coached in, in many organizations, what I find is the biggest pitfall is people paint, every, well, the leaders paint everybody with the same brush. So if one person is weak in one area, they, they assume that the entire team is that. So the biggest thing when I walk into an organization is I say, treat your, your staff as individuals and um, un unlock the, the, the goodness in them. And you need to be able to have the eyes and the insight in order to see who those people are. And especially when within a sales environment, people tend to put a target on people's back because you've got a target to make, and it's all about the money. So mm -hmm. where I come from is it's not always about the money. It's about understanding the person and understanding what their strengths are and then yeah. unlocking those strengths within them. Exactly. One of the things I do from the very beginning is when I interview people, I find out their their skills, their background, their, their education, their skills. I found out what they're they're most gifted at, and I seek those talents. And what I do is I try to match those talents to the to the customers or clients that we serve. So whatever they're skilled at, I put them to put those skills to good use because I want them to shine. I don't want to put them in a position where they're going to fail. I want them to succeed. So I always match them up both with person. I check their personalities. And I also check their, um, what's the one I'm looking for? I also check to make sure that they have like the right skills and, and the personalities matching with the right client so that, you know, they, they're set up for success. Is that something that you kind of, is that something you measure or is there a way to measure that or? Most definitely. Um, Marie, you know, first, when you, when you get to understand the people that report into you, understand who they are, and you unlock that why, first of all, you get a totally different person that's reporting into you. Um, so, yes, in terms of measurements, um, I've actually created a tool. Um, I'm, I'm not just sure if your listeners know what a KPI is, which is a key performance indicator. Now, traditionally, most organizations use the KPI, but they use it to measure the sales target. So it's always about the money. And what I've learned over the years, it's not always about looking at the money or looking at the bottom line. What it is, is, is to look at what drives that bottom line. So when you're looking at the numbers, it's not necessarily the rand value or in the dollar, dollar or pound value. What it would be is what is the activities that drive that behavior? 
And when you start understanding the person, you can then look at the activities and you can look and see what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. And that's where the coaching comes into play because you're not just driving the money and you're not saying, well, you haven't met your bottom line. What you're looking at is you're looking at the activities that they do daily, weekly, and monthly. And then you start to coach them. So, for example, in a sales arena, if you're looking at their closing ratios or you're looking at their how many meetings they have and you're looking at um, how many calls they're doing, if they're, they're closing ratios, if they're getting all the calls but they aren't closing it, you can start to coach based on the closing and the negotiating. It could also be the quoting. The, the actual written skills. So a lot of times people say to me, but Landy, this is a lot of work. And yes, it is. Getting to know your team, getting to know their, their sales cycle and getting to know their strengths and their weaknesses um, actually starts off being a lot of work. But once you've unlocked that and you get to know your staff, what happens then is you start looking at the person and you're not looking at the bottom line, which means you convert the mindset from, from them seeing themselves as a number and a money generating machine to being an actual person because they're working for themselves and they're working for a good company and a good manager. So it changes the entire mindset. Now, a lot of organizations say, if you don't meet the target, you're out. And you're actually throwing gold on the street because your your staff is, is your biggest asset. Your people are your biggest asset. So when you start to unlock that why and understand what, what they're doing right and, and where they can improve, then you start to unlock the human being instead of just the, the money generator. Right. And, and when I focus it, uh, that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because I focus on the whole human being, not just with my team, but with the people that I talk to, like my speakers here for the show, for pretty much anything that I do in life. I look at the whole person and not just, you know, what can they bring to the table or what kind of skills they have, because that's only, that's only a piece of it. Yeah. But when you're looking for people to you first look at those skills, but I also talk to them. I find out a little bit about their background and I find out about what their hobbies are, what they like to do outside of work, because that usually gives me an idea of who they are as a person. Um, and, and that it's really nice to get a well-rounded um, concept about what, who you're the type of person you're working with, yeah. but you, but there's, but the, you said that there's, that they said there are good things. There are ways to measure it. And you've already talked about some of it, but um how do you, how do you, I think you answered how do you measure it? Did you answer what is it that you measure yet? I mean, what specifically do you measure? Okay, so what you need to do is, I mean, the the, the KPI actually has got, is, is part of a whole long sales process. So what you would have done is you would need to, to find out what is the benchmark for your team. So looking at your top performer, but then also looking at your consistent performer. And when you're looking at your consistent performer, you get your, your benchmark of what is reality. So what a lot of organizations do is they say, we need to meet this bottom line. And especially now during COVID, you're needing to turn over a lot more sales. So the, the targets are increasing, but is it realistic? So look at where you are currently now with your, your consistent um, performer. Then what you do is that becomes your benchmark for everybody. And when I talk about a benchmark, it means now you know what, what, is, what is the minimum acceptable standard that you're wanting for your team. If somebody is below that standard, you know that there's a problem. And then you need to start identifying where the problem lies. So either it would be from a negotiation or a closing, or is it the calls? Is it their database of, of clients that they, they're working with? So it's dissecting all of that, which comes pre the KPI. So what do you measure? You measure the activities that lead to the sales. And that's a lot, a lot of the, the problem that I find with companies, they don't actually know what to measure. So when you're looking at the organization, and it's very difficult for me to say now because um, different companies measure different things. Um, but when you have a benchmark, what you're doing is if you're saying it's 10 calls that they need to, 10 telephonic calls, which equals um, call it eight appointments, and out of the eight appointments, that'll go to, say, five quotes, and out of the five quotes, you'll close three clients. Your ratio will be then 10 to 3. Right. So, and if that is your benchmark, that's great. But if you've got somebody that's doing 10 and they're only closing one, you know that there's a problem. So then you, as, as the leader, needs to go and investigate where it is. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your employee is bad or they're not a good salesperson, what that does is you then switch from, from manager into coach. And when you become the coach, you start identifying where this person needs to be grown. 
And that's where you unlock the potential. So when you're measuring the correct things, when you're measuring the correct things, you can then become the ideal coach. If you've got a top achiever and that top achiever below drops below the, the standard, the minimal acceptable standard, what you have there is, okay, then there's a mindset problem. And the reason why I say it's a mindset problem is because the person has been doing the activities. So generally, then you start investigating it from a personal perspective. So either they aren't happy in their job and they found something else, so they've actually given up because they're going to leave leave the job, or there's a personal problem that's happened. So from a leadership perspective, you're not only just a manager for the bottom line and for keeping the company afloat. What you're also doing is you need to become the, the people's person, helping that individual get through whatever situation they, they need to get through. So KPIs are exceptionally, exceptionally important um, to be able to identify where this person is succeeding or where they are failing, and then for you as a leader to be able to step in in order to grow them where they need to be grown. That's actually absolutely brilliant. And um, sometimes, how do you, here's a question for you. Um, I don't know if you talked about who you measure, but I was wondering how do you incentivize them with like the right thing, with the right motivation to keep them going? Because that is something I was going to ask you about. Mm. Uh, I love the I love the the quote that Timothy Ferris says. He says uh, a goal without real consequences, wishful thinking, and follow through doesn't depend on the right intentions. It depends on the right incentives. So he's spot on there, Marie. Very very spot on. <laughs> so in terms of of incentives, at FedEx, we're making carbon capture research our priority because Earth is our priority. Our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040. We call it. Priority Earth. FedEx, where now meets next. Grandma, watch me jump in. Okay, I'm watching. Did you see me? Whoa, that was amazing. What a jump. The people you love most are only a vaccine away. Virginians can now receive a free COVID-19 vaccine. Visit vaccinate.virginia.gov or call one 877 829-4682. Brought to you by the Virginia Department of Health. Um, that goes back to the why and understanding the person. As you mentioned, it's getting to understand what they do in their hobbies, what they're doing um, from a, a, a personal perspective. So what a lot of organizations do is they chuck this commission structure and then they chuck all these incentives at the people. But what happens is they get bored. So What you need to understand is why is this person working? And you mentioned it as well. It could be growth. It could be education. It could be a whole lot of different things. But you're only going to be able to unlock that once you know the individual. Secondly to that is in terms of incentives, it's not always about the money. So um, when you're looking at putting a good commission structure in, yes, we know that salespeople are all about the money. But that's, that's not entirely true. When you are setting up a KPI, Um, it's not the same for each individual in the team. So the KPI will be dependent on the the individual person. So if, for example, the the standard is 10 calls, but this person is only able to do three initially, you would actually drop it for a period of one one to three months, and you would say to, we're going to grow you to 10. So you're going to give them a bit of grace period in that term. But once they've reached the 10, they're sitting at the 10 minimal. So if they drop below that, that's when you start disciplinary action or you start to coach in a different way because they've met it already. They know what the minimal minimal acceptable standard is. And that is what the KPI will do for you if you've set it up right from the start. So if we're looking at incentives, um, I often say, yes, incentives are good, but you link it to the KPI. So your KPI will have, yes, it will have the bottom line, the, 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 the monetary figure in it, but it'll also have all your, your, your calls. It'll have your closing ratios. It'll have all, all the things that you're measuring from an activity perspective. And then there'll be a percentage of what you've met in terms of the, the bigger picture. A lot of companies just look at the bottom line. They'll look at the monetary value. And if you haven't met that, then you're a bad salesperson. But if you're connecting all the dots, why didn't they make the monetary value at the end of the month or end of the quarter, depending on how you're measuring them? Um, And that's when you go into the the actual activities. So when you're doing um, the incentive, it will be linked to your KPI. And then, of course, your, your commission structure will then be linked to the 
the value, the monetary value. So you'll have a, a double portion. But if you're not measuring the right things, you can't you can't grow the person, you can't train the person, you can't coach the person. That makes perfect sense. Do you have a, a, a do you have any other um, a cool leader a cool leadership quote? I know we had talked about one from uh, Brian Tracy. Do you remember that one? The one from the- Brian Tracy. Yes, yeah. leaders leaders think and talk about the solutions. And followers think and talk about the problems. It's a really good quote because um, often leaders tend to to stick on the negative and they don't look for the positive. And as a leader, you call to find the solutions um, in my, probably most of the tough, toughest situations. And as we know, when we deal with people, it gets a bit tough because everybody's different and everybody's unique. And um, I call it, from a leadership perspective, I've actually cloned it's multiple personality order, not disorder. (laughs) So we need to have different personalities and different hats that we need to put on at different stages of our leadership journey. So, yes, definitely Brian Tracy gives a really good quote. That's that's a wonderful one. Wonderful way to, to fade that one out. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I, I love the way you put that because um, one of the things that I do with my, I do so many of the things that you talk about with my team, which is why I wanted you to speak tonight because um, we, we do pretty much everything you talked about. There might be a couple things we might need to tweak, but, you know, it just was brilliant the way you laid it out. And I don't want to take away from any of the other speakers. So, um, so I'll, well, believe it, we can talk about that later off. <laughs> but anyway, but you did a brilliant job. I want to thank you that. And I want to ask you a couple last questions. Do you have something to offer the audience and how can they connect with you? They can definitely connect with me. I've actually just launched my um, an e-course, which is awesome. called The Faces of a Sales Manager. It's uh-huh. actually on my website where you can find me at www.lundystevens.com and you spell that L-A-N-D-I-E, and my surname Stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S. And um, what it unpacks is actually the full stages of the, the full leadership program. So it'll start with how do you unpack the why? And how do you implement correct incentives? How do you um, dissect your database? How do you do market segmentation, the whole two from A to Z? It's a nine-week course. But what's really different about this specific e-course is when you've done the first chapter, so for example, the why, it outlines how to actually unlock that within each of your your reportees. And you will then do it, and then you'll come back to do the next chapter. So as as you go, it's a a work in progress. It's not one of those e-courses that you do and then you go back to implement. You actually do it while you study and then go and implement it with your team. And I can almost guarantee you by the end of the nine weeks, you will have a completely different team. That's brilliant. The other place that you can get get hold of me is um, you can follow me on on Facebook at Lundy Stevens Consulting or on LinkedIn, also at Lundy Stevens Consulting. Perfect. That's brilliant. Um, And I just thought it was kind of amusing the way you put it, but it just worked out just beautifully. So anyway, um, I don't want to, again, take too much more time so but thank you so much for being on the show and giving us some amazing insights about leadership because oh it's so important um and you know it's it's amazing but any business rises and falls on the shoulders of uh, the success of that business rises and falls on the shoulders of the lead of the leader it's not always the employee's fault it is actually should be looked at the leader first and how they're running things and how they have to tweak things so going to a coach to get those fixed is a good way of doing that so i encourage you to um uh, I hope you got a lot of value today out of the incentive and commissions for the vision cycle about and all about leadership. And I encourage you to grab her um, information and, and Landy, I want to have you say that and repeat that again for, cause I didn't get that link written in here. So if you wouldn't mind, I didn't get a chance to write it down. So if you wouldn't mind saying that link again and how they can get hold of you. Sure. You can get me at www.lundystevens.com, L-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-E-V-E-N-S, or Lundy Stevens Consulting at both LinkedIn and Facebook. Brilliant. So I encourage you to take advantage of that course. It's going to be a great leadership course. And um, you can. I will be starting to update some more stuff on the WCY.com radio station soon, page soon. I just, sorry, I've been so swamped lately, but uh, I will get those up there. And you will be glad that you took advantage of her gift. Um, and, it's, and she's just a brilliant coach. So 
All the links will be on the radio page at W4CY.com. And also for the replays, will be on iHeartRadio and several other locations. And that ends this segment of our show. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. And we will go for a commercial break now. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Liberty Virtual Solutions help coaches and small business owners in creating a clear marketing message that will attract paying clients through social media marketing for an increased marketing and sales conversion. Visit www.LibertyVirtualSolutions.com for more details. Welcome back. You're listening to the Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show. Hi, and welcome back to Marketing Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. And I am really, really excited to also have you um, listen to the our next guest. And his name is Alex Greg. Thank you. I was hoping you would say something. <laughs> Alex, how are you? So I'm anyway, well. how are you doing, Marie? I'm fantastic. Thank you. I want to do a quick introduction and then I'm going to let you take it away. Okay. So I had to get you to say it though. Um, anyway, so Alex is, is a uh, business, uh, sorry, it's a built a business, sorry, co- coaching business in Dubai, correct? India? Is that correct? Making sure uh, I get that every- uh, the platform we launched actually in London, uh, okay. and we uh, have a branch in Dubai, uh, Miami, and London. Excellent. And uh, you also have been in the Middle East, and also coaches from the US and the UK. So you have a really wide range there. So, um, and then this experience showed him how to any coach and consultant can grow their business globally. And if and he, if they knew how to create content and distribute it online, and I probably am not doing the best way of delivering it right at the moment, but it'll, it'll get better. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, so eventually the birth of Expertise TV was born, um, and it's a great platform to broadcast live video content, attract client prospects, nurture communities, and monetize your expertise. And with over 30,000 coaches and consultants that are using that uh, expertise TV platform. Um, he has a lot of successful clients, teams and clients that are um, based in like Miami and London and all over the world. And they are working with their customers to create engaging content to reach out to more prospects and increase their client base. And I absolutely love your platform. So I wanted to showcase you on our show. So uh, to Alex, take it away, my dear. <laughs> so. um, well, uh, thank you very much for having me on your show, Marie. Oh, it's my pleasure. It really is. So I've been looking so, forward to it. Excellent. So um, essentially, we're a platform for coaches and consultants um, to really help them attract clients uh, online from social media. And we do that by um, helping them gener- uh, create content that attracts their sort of target client uh, from social media platforms like LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and then start engaging with them and move them into their kind of sales process. So whether that be strategy calls, uh, discovery calls or whether they're trying to sell a, um, an online course. Brilliant. Perfect. Now that's awesome. And so I have a couple of quick questions before we dive too deeply into it, but what made you decide to choose a career path? Because obviously this one kind of showed up on the doorstep, so to speak. So yeah. You, you want to elaborate? Um, well, I've, I've always been uh, very keen about being self-employed and, and not really um, working for someone else and kind of the freedom that gives you uh, to kind of you know, travel around the world or just kind of make any sort of decisions. So uh, I started my own business around about 25 years ago um, or around 20 years ago. And then from that, uh, that was a kind of um, coaching business. And then from that, we kind of realized that because we started employing coaches and we kind of realized that a lot of these coaches could quite easily start their own businesses and not have to work directly for an employer. Um, and that's what kind of got us starting growing expertise, kind of gives all the tools uh, to coaches or consultants uh, to kind of start online and become kind of self-sufficient uh, with their own business. And it's a brilliant, a brilliant platform. And I love working with Alex and his team, by the way. So um, just wanted to let you know, there's a couple of, there's going to be a few questions for you before we finish up. So, so, you know, um, so, and I already, so you kind of pretty much dove into how you changed your career at this point. So can tell me, what is it that you're most passionate? What is it that you, what is the reason you love doing what you do? Um, I just really love 
uh, help. I just love businesses, basically. Kind of the, uh, what can the businesses provide to the business owner? And really, it's a lot easier than people think to start your own business. So, I mean, that's what I'm quite passionate about: is helping uh, people who are experts in their in their niche in their domain realize that actually they don't need to kind of be working for an employer, but they can start their own business. They can with you know all the benefits of uh, working online in terms of how easy it is. There's very low cost. Sorry, very low barrier to entry now to start your own business. So just really just helping people who are experts in their niche uh, find clients, serve those clients, and essentially become uh, independent with their own business. No, perfect. So that's awesome. And then, um, so now we're going to just sort of dive into the next question. And and um, how do you identify the community? Uh, I mean, you said, or is there? Is there first steps that you want to talk about before we even dive into the community question? Because there's there's ways to, to um, the biggest question I had originally was how to identify the community that you should be building online and, and the target audience, uh, audience. Um, but uh, which obviously is for coaches, but um, co well, clients for coaches specifically. But anyway, the point was, um, is there something that is that we need to step that we need to do before we identify the community? Or is there any tips you want to give for that first? Or, or should we go ahead and dive into that question? Um, well, I think kind of the biggest, from speaking to our users on the platform, probably what the biggest challenge is, is being able to select a, a niche or a niche to focus in on and select a specific group of clients to help. Um, the kind of the natural reaction when the coach comes online is, is it's kind of say, okay, I'm online now. I can reach the whole world. I can help loads of people. Um, and I don't want to kind of narrow myself down to any sort of specific um, person. Uh, and I mean, really kind of the point is that online, uh, it's, it's a bit counterintuitive, but the whole, uh, what people are looking for online is something that really reflects their, their specific situation and their specific pain points and solutions to those issues. They don't, people don't want to be in a very general group. So probably the, the most important thing to think about when you're starting out and you're trying to build a community is to really focus, you know, what is the, what are the pain points that I can solve? What is the goal that I can help people achieve? And who are those people that I can get the best results for? And, and try and become as specific as possible. And, you know, just start off with a, a small target of just trying to build a small community of maybe 10, 100 people that you can really help a lot um, as opposed to thinking, right, I want to kind of target the whole world and help those different people. So kind of the best step to take first is to be as niche or as niche as possible and focus on a very small group of people um, and then build out your community when you're getting results with those people, first of all. Oh, that's brilliant. And, and that, I hear that a lot from a lot of people I've talked to over the years. So, no, it's right on target. Um, and then my other question is, uh, well, there are more than one, but how do you engage and nurture your relationships online? Because there's a way to do it and there are ways not to do it. You want to show us the proper way to do that? Uh, well, it comes from really understanding who your community is and the kind of the day-to-day -day life those people are going through. So, People want to be able to relate to the content that you're creating um, for them to engage with it. So if, you, if you're trying to generate engagement, people have to immediately uh, read or watch whatever content you're producing that it relates to them. Otherwise, if from the very first moment it doesn't, they'll just switch off and go somewhere else. So the key thing is to really understand your community. Um, and that can take the form of uh, having phone calls with them and speaking to them. Uh, looking at how they comment and engage with your posts that you're sending out, which are the ones that are most popular um, and which are not. And also then looking at other groups on other social media platforms like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and see what sorts of comments or um, questions are coming up the most, getting the most engagement, and then kind of creating a kind of top top list from that. And then that's what you kind of focus on as being the, the core uh, problems that you're solving in your community. Brilliant. And then my other, it leads to my next question, which is how do you turn this audience into online events like webinars? Because one of the things I love about Expertise TV is not only can we engage with our community, we can connect with them through email and landing pages. We also have the option of showing them webinars directly on the platform and directly into the community. So can you tell us a little bit about that and that process? Um, yeah, sure. So you, you have to kind of 
the best approach or one of the best approaches, you've got to kind of really uh, allow people to kind of trust your authority and see you as an expert in your field. Um, and one of, you know, kind of a good way, they're kind of two very effective ways of doing that. One is by creating free content that people really experience um, an improvement in their life by kind of going through that content. So say, for example, you are um, helping people with Facebook ads. That's your, that's your speciality. So what, and maybe you, you decided that you're going you're gonna to help coaches with Facebook ads and coaches who are at the very beginning of their, their business, they've got no experience in how to do Facebook ads. So what you'll do is you create very relevant content to help people um, just get off the ground, navigate their way through um, setting up your first ad, getting your first results and giving them the best sort of tips to do that. So they, they actually see a change in their, a positive change in their own um, skill set from absorbing your content. So then immediately in their mind, they see you now as an ex- expert that's created something very positive uh, for them. And they can be very much um, uh, open to working with you or attending your webinar or anything like that. The other most powerful way of doing it is using social proof or your own story, your own journey in terms of the change that you've realized from you know, following your own um, knowledge or expertise. So, uh, and then of course, social proof are things like case studies, testimonials, other people talking about having worked with you and what, what better situation they're now in because of that journey of working with you. So they're probably the two most powerful ways to then convince people to attend a live webinar. Because the thing about a live webinar is that people are moving their diary around to actually spend time with you. So they need to feel um, uh, that, there's, that, that it's really worth their while to do that. But the kind of the upside of that is if you have convinced people to attend live, to attend your webinar, they are really into you and what you're saying. And therefore, if you then do want to kind of uh, at the end of your webinar, offer them some sort of conversion point, whether that's to kind of book a call with you or to start a workshop or to join a, a course. Um, these people are super engaged, super excited, and uh, are going to be, you know, you're going to get very high conversion rates from those people that have stuck with you all the way through. Yep. And, and that's the key is keeping them engaged during the webinars. And you're brilliant at that, by the way. I've seen you and several <laughs> you, people on your team and they're just, y'all are phenomenal at doing that. So, and hopefully we can have you back on the show at some point and talk to you more and talk to us more about that topic. We're actually, the last five minutes of our show, believe it or not, that's probably even four minutes. I can't believe how fast this, this episode is going, but um, I would like to see if you can do like a really, really short answer on my next question and then we'll have to dive into your um because you have a surprise i'm sure for our audience so um down to the wow it's going by fast um real quick how do you turn um how was this how's this question for a good one um how can any coach consultant grow their business globally through your through your platform what's the best way that's the best one to answer it um so i would say the first step is to really identify who are the people and that you can create the most value for. So who are the people that you can create um, huge improvement in their lives or in their business? And what what is that problem that you solve or what are the problems that you solve to kind of affect that change? Once you're, once you, I mean, we, we provide a lot of training how to kind of identify the one that you want to focus on. Uh, but essentially, once you're very clear with that in your mind, everything else kind of uh, falls into place so the first step be very specific very clear on who you can help the most um and then um yeah and then it becomes uh, because the beauty about the online obviously is you'll you'll always find an, you can always find an audience but you just need to have something very powerful to actually engage them uh, and attract them to your content no that's brilliantly put because you do have to find what's their hot button what is their current trending topic that's going to attract them so that that's perfect way of putting that so I know you have something you want to share with share to our give an offer for our audience, and I want to have, give you a chance to share that real brief, and then I'm going to have to close out the show. Believe it or not, I can't believe it's going by so fast today. So um, you said something to me. You had something you wanted to share. Yeah, sure. So um, if anyone wants to kind of get started and uh, start working with our our we, we call them uh, online business coaches. This is the people in our team actually help coaches uh, get off launch and get off the ground. Uh, if you just go to expertise.tv forward slash pricing and scroll to the bottom of the screen, there's a, a button there for the free plan, the free forever plan. Just click on that, register, 
uh, start testing out the uh, the platform and then uh, either um, start a chat with our support guides or someone will contact you and they can kind of start discussing your niche and kind of onboarding you and allowing you to kind of test out the, the platform and see if uh, it's a good fit for you and what you're trying to achieve. Uh, there's a seven-day uh, free trial, so um, you get a chance to really see if the software is good for you and if it solves some of the problems that you have. And then also you get to work with an online business coach and see if uh, if you guys uh, are a good fit. And, and they are brilliant at what they do. So I just want to say, and that's the other place to, is that the place where they can connect with you as well? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, so I run a, a webinar at least once a week uh, and you'll get invitations to those. And uh, it'd be fantastic to connect yeah. directly like uh, uh, Marie and I have. And um, yeah, perfect. And I encourage you also to do that, y'all to do that because he is brilliant at what he does. And to thank Alan, I tried to, I'm going to save myself time and not try to butcher your last name. So I wanted to thank Don't Alex worry. for <laughs> taking the time today uh, for talking with us about building an online community and, and for coaching clients and, and about webinars specifically. So that was really awesome information. Don't forget to take advantage of his offer and go into his free um, trial and his free webinars. They are phenomenal information and they always have somebody there available to chat and help with you on anything that you have questions on. So, um, I want to thank him and I want to thank our um, and um, other speaker, Landy Stevens, for joining us today. They made, gave us such a wonderful information um, and helping us to provide crucial information for you and your business and helping you guys grow your business. I believe in the power of connection and collaboration, especially with our audience, guest speakers, and our clients. So make sure you stay right here on W4CY.com radio for an amazing episode of marketing mindset mastery that airs on thursdays at 6 p.m eastern and um we'll have another one episode next week with some more amazing speakers so stick around for next week so we are going to have um signing off pretty soon and i uh, just wanted to say that this ends the segment of our show and then until next time this is your host marie mason of the marketing mindset mastery radio show have a great week everyone Go to our radio page and check out the gifts from our speakers. Until next time, this is Market and Mindset Mastery Radio Show with your host, Marie Mason. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.